the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. One of the things we talk about here on the show a lot is social-emotional learning. Sounds harmless, isn't. It is a way that schools and activists in schools, and they are uh, activists who do not have the best interests of our kids in mind, try to indoctrinate kids in the LGBTQ lifestyle. I played multiple cuts from a Kaleidoscope Youth Seminar that high school teachers at Hilliard-Davidson were forced to sit through. Well, thankfully... There is an organization, in fact, several, that are uniting to hold a special event a week from Saturday, March the 19th, North Columbus Baptist Church, the Ohio Education Forum, to apprise you of what SEL, social emotional learning, is. Everybody has heard of CRT, critical race theory. SEL is another one of these acronyms and one of these uh, names for something that sounds fine but isn't fine. Social emotional learning is not at all a good thing for kids, and we are happy to welcome to the show Lisa Breedlove Chafee. She is with Parents' Rights in Education. She will be joining with John and Diane Stover of Protect Ohio Children's Coalition and Jennifer McWilliams, who will be the keynote speaker of Parental Rights Advocate. So, Lisa, thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting this event together. And for people who say, well, SEL sounds harmless to me, social-emotional learning, what is it? Why should I be concerned about it as a parent? Good morning. Thanks for having me on to begin with. Um, so social-emotional learning is the umbrella. It's the methodology methodology that the schools use to get critical race theory, the equity, the gender identity, and the comprehensive sex education into the schools. And this manifests itself in what ways that you've seen or had reported to you. I think Protect Ohio Children's website does a great job of having a school-by-school list of where all this stuff is happening. What do you see in your area? I know you're in Hilliard, but what do you see, and why would you tell parents they need to be concerned about this? Well, they need to be concerned because, first and foremost, this is taking time away from academics. And our kids are struggling horrifically academically. Um, They're not meeting the uh, expected levels of reading comprehension and and so on. So um, what social-emotional learning is doing is it's it's basically forcing the teachers to focus on feelings. And they claim it is the uh, whole child. And the problem with that is, is that they're crossing lines that is not within the school's purview. And if you go to the Ohio Department of Education's website and uh, search social-emotional learning standards, they have a diagram of uh, a circular diagram, and it shows that families are not important in this diagram. Wow. And and not only that, but uh, and they're using the panorama surveys is the tool they use to measure um, how kids are feeling that day. And what people don't understand is an organization called Castle, which is a leftist organization. Um, it is based in a critical race theory. 
is what is the organization that's pushing all this. They're developing their their, their programs, and so everything that uh, panorama surveys do, the questions are created through the lens of critical race theory, and the results are graded through the lens of critical race theory. Lisa Chafee is our guest. She is with Parents' Rights in Education. They are part of an Ohio Education Forum on Social-Emotional Learning, often referred to as SEL. It will be held on Saturday, March 19th, North Columbus Baptist Church. Jack Windsor, our friend from the Ohio Press Network, will moderate. It is a panel of really smart people, uh, some of whom I know. For instance, Jennifer Foyt, who ran for school board in the Olentangy District. There are a couple members members of the Ohio State Board of Education. It's refreshing to me we have people from the State Board of Education who are, who are dialed in on this. But, uh, Lisa, you know, this is, I agree with you totally, an area where it's just not appropriate for teachers to be. And it's not just, you know, we, we all of our era went through uh, health instruction, uh, sometimes called sex education, whatever, that was the health teacher who did that. This now is like at every level. They, The agencies that further this, and there are many of them, they get state grants, they get grants from big corporations. I've played on this show, uh, really bothersome sound bites from Kaleidoscope Youth Center. Uh, this is every teacher now. They're encouraged every level, math, science, whatever, to discuss the quote-unquote social-emotional needs of kids rather than to teach them in the topics that these teachers are actually educated to teach them in that they learn in college themselves. Exactly. And uh, these teachers are are being asked to conduct assessments of the children's emotional and social development. They're not trained for that. They're not psychologists. They're not counselors. And... The scary part, too, is these results, these assessments, are part of the child's permanent school records. It's attached to their student ID. It's attached to their Social Security number. So let's say, you know, little Tommy answers a question in sixth grade on one of these surveys that makes it appear as if he's homophobic or racist. He goes to apply to college College gets a hold of those records and says, oh, no, in sixth grade, you were racist, so we don't want you. We're not going to admit you. So this can have life-altering effects on these kids on top of the fact that we need these kids deserve the best education possible. And if they're not getting that, then when they graduate, they're not going to be successful because they don't have the skills that they need. Lisa Chafee, our guest, she's with Parents' Rights in Education. I highly recommend that you register for this Ohio Education Forum or just show up. Do people need to register, Lisa, or can they just show up at North Columbus Baptist Church, 1230 p.m. on the 19th? Yes, they need to register because seating is limited. Um, We uh, have only 200 seats available to begin with, and we've already registered over 100 people. Uh, But there is a live stream feed. If you can't make it in person, you can watch it live. And you can go to eventbrite.com and search for Ohio Educational Forum, and all the information is there. Yeah, that website is Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E, Eventbrite, which is a common site. A lot of ticket uh, tickets for multiple events are on that site. Eventbrite.com, and then search Ohio Education Forum, and it will pop up. We're speaking with Lisa Chafee, Parents' Rights and Education, uh, partnering with Protect Ohio Children Coalition, Tell me a little bit about Jennifer McWilliams, your keynote speaker at this event. I've read about her. She sounds to me like a little bit like you, a little bit like Jennifer Foyt, the um, Olentangy parent advocate. She's part of your advocate panel. 
at this. Uh, a lot of moms, a lot of parents over the past calendar year, two calendar years, have started to really wake up as to what's going on in their local district, Lisa. I think there's a tendency for people to think, eh, it's a San Francisco problem, it's a New York problem, it's not a rural Ohio or suburban Ohio problem. It is everywhere. Tell me about Jennifer. Well, Jennifer is actually a former teacher from Indiana who was lost her job for refusing to teach CRT and follow through with SEL. So she is going around the country to anyone who will have her and explain exactly how it is being used in the schools and all the harmful effects. She actually has a website, jennifermcwilliamsconsulting.com, and uh, she has a lot of YouTube videos explaining um, how all this is working. Um, and she's just, she's, yes, yeah, she's a mom. And uh, she, she, when you hear her speak on the 19th, you're going to be flabbergasted as to all the details she's going to reveal. You know, you mentioned a little while ago the danger of uh, whatever a child says in response to these survey questions or these inquiries from teachers being part of their permanent record. The other part of that that's dangerous is that it's the teacher interpreting their answer. Uh, yes. And the teacher may have a very, very, very jaded view of how the student should answer. But in that kind of same realm, you're a Hilliard parent, and I'm sure you're aware, because you're on top of everything, this release of private information by Hilliard schools to an FOIA request from a resident out there asking about how their academic uh, performance has graded since they went to social-emotional learning and things like that. I mean, if this stuff's supposed to work, their academic score should be going up for five years. So a parent asked for these records and got private information on like 4,000 students. You're a parent out there. Is this a matter of concern in the district? Well, it's a big matter of concern. Um, I actually was involved in that. Um, the person that requested the FOIA is a friend and uh, sent the data to me before we realized the confidential part that was in there. And ironically, my son was in there. So, um, yeah, it, it's very concerning. Um, it, it's frustrating that no uh, measures were put in place to begin with to prevent this from happening. Um, but what's even more frustrating is the results of, of the data that was requested in the FOIA, which was five years' worth of the panorama surveys. And we have conclusive proof after analyzing the data that everything they're doing with social-emotional learning and diversity, equity, and inclusion is not helping our kids. Academically, our kids have gotten their performance is worse wow. than what it was before they started these surveys. Well, and, they, we'll be, and as a matter of fact, we'll be discussing that um, at the event on March 19th. Very good. That event is the Ohio Education Forum Social Emotional Learning. I highly recommend you attend or at least watch it on the live stream. Get tickets or register Eventbrite, Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E dot com. Search Ohio Education Forum. This is free, I assume? Uh, yes, completely free. Very good. So take advantage of it. Be aware of what's going on. I applaud Lisa Chafee, our guest, Jen Foyt, John and Diane Stover, all the people who are making parents aware of this. You need to be aware of it. You need to get involved. As I said, it's not a battle you can sit out. I'm thankful that Lisa Chafee is not sitting it out. She's doing great work. And Lisa, I thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. 
We talked yesterday on the show about this ridiculous dance we're doing where uh, Joe Biden says, uh, Poland, you should provide planes to Ukraine to shoot down Russian fighters. Poland says, no, why don't you provide them? We'll send our planes to you. You give them to Ukraine. Interesting story on the Federalist. The U.S. and NATO have no strategy to aid Ukraine and to defeat Russia. I think the Federalist is so smart on so many of these issues that we talk about uh, of matter of great imports to you. And that's why it's always a pleasure for me to catch up with Ben Dominich. He's the publisher of The Federalist. And when I was hosting the Hugh Hewitt Show the other day, I got a chance to talk with Ben. And I began with what I thought was his really smart point that uh, these images, like we saw yesterday from Mariupol with the Children's Hospital, um, these images have the power to move us and may force the Biden administration to do things they don't want to do. And I asked Ben if he thought we had uh, gotten to that point yet and what it would take to get us there. I think that that's already happening right in front of us. Look, the reality is that we live in a new environment when it comes to the immediacy of information. Um, The imagery that is coming out of uh, Ukraine is obviously jarring. It is something that is, uh, you know, for many Americans, I think a very troublesome thing to see. And Americans are wrestling with the fact that they don't want to get sucked into uh, an incredibly damaging and devastating European war, one that could impact a lot of our allies and certainly American soldiers uh, and put, put, end up with them in harm's way. At the same time, I think that it is impossible to not feel the reaction to seeing this kind of, of murder, this kind of just insidious and terrible activity on the part of the Russian government uh, and to not feel the need to react. You know, we have a, a very limited set of tools that we can use, but one that is right there for the taking that Joe Biden could use. And frankly, I hoped that in the State of the Union he would use is America's own energy resources, uh, resources that he has obviously stunted in uh, service of his climate agenda and the befuddled and ridiculous, in my view, approach that they have used uh, to climate and uh, Green New Deal adjacent policy, let's put it that way. Uh, Instead, they have shown only dedication to this John Kerry-esque agenda, um, and I think it's madness. It's utter madness. It's the it's just leaving the best tool that you have um, in uh, in your in your toolbox as opposed to taking it out, and that actually increases the likelihood that we end up being sucked into a hot conflict with Russia, uh, because if if you're not going to use that type of power, then eventually people's demands get enough to say just stop it, just do whatever you have to do to stop it. And unfortunately, you and I both know that means uh, a much heavier use of American military might, uh, which risks a number of other things on the international stage. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. We're speaking with Ben Dominich of uh, The Federalist, publisher of The Federalist, and follow him on Twitter at B Dominich, D-O-M-E-N-E-C-H. I think your point about the allegiance to the Greenies is well taken, But we saw in Joe Biden's State of the Union address, Ben, it's not like he's unwilling to part from the leftist, uh, the the most left part of his wing with his, which was a lie, but his inane comment, fund the police, fund the police. Uh, We know Cori Bush. We know uh, Jaya Paul. We know that AOC is not going to get on board with that. I think it's, uh, you know, I'm not a 
political strategist, but I think he could do far more good than harm to his party by doing what he needs to do, increasing domestic energy production to lower gas prices. If he's willing to part with them on funding the police, even though I don't really believe he believes that or will do that, why is he not willing to take them on on energy? Because I think, again, the gains would far outweigh the losses. Because the sins, I think, against the left are on two different levels. The, the climate agenda really is an aspect of religion for them. Um, it is total dedication. Uh, they, they honestly believe in what they're, in what they're doing and what they uh, you know, see as something that is you know, morally unquestionable. And I think that, that you know, un, uh, as opposed to that, you know, something like funding the police is essentially a new slogan. Uh, the, the defund effort is something that hasn't been around for that long and already has had some significant negative ramifications for blue cities and blue states uh, in terms of the approach. People are not happy uh, when they see that kind of immediate uptick in crime and in uh, violence. And that's something that I think, you know, a, a lot of smart Democrat consultants are saying, back off, back off, back off. You don't have that same feedback loop when it comes to the, uh, the climate agenda. And I think because of that, you're, you're ending up in a situation where uh, the Biden administration, by dint of being so wedded to this, doesn't see their path forward, which I think is fairly obvious, which is to give uh, the energy uh, interests a short-term win, meaning you know, partner with Lisa Murkowski, Joe Manchin, et cetera, uh, and basically say, what do you want to do when it comes to energy policy to increase uh, domestic energy and to push back against Putin? And then give the, the green folks you know, what they want in terms of a long-term package. And that means, obviously, a bunch of, of fake green jobs and, and all sorts of things that would make you and I uh, very upset, but would almost certainly pass the Congress. Uh, and do so, I think, with flying colors and only have the, uh, the you know, strongest fiscal conservatives opposed to it. That's something that I think you know, Ron Klain and the White House could do, but the fact that they're not doing it just shows you how dedicated they are to this agenda and how much it now drives uh, what the Democrats do in ways that, as we see in Ukraine, are now having deadly ramifications. Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist. You'll find him on Twitter at B. Dominich, and you can read him at thefederalist.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.